0: You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know right now of Michael McIntyre's next level experience. It's coming to Dallas, Texas, January 17th through the 19th. You can dream again. You can take back what the enemy has stolen. You can take one more step into your destiny. Here's your chance. Go to nlebegins.com and get registered today. Hope to see you there.
1: This is the Next Level Podcast, a place for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life. Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Good day. This is Michael McIntyre, your humble host for Next Level Podcast. Colin Farrell interviewed me about two weeks ago on uh, his podcast, Young Married Marketers. They are amazing young couple, believers and marketers and entrepreneurs. I believe you're going to enjoy this interview. Have a great day. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and give us a rating and uh, share this podcast. In Jesus' name, thank you. Enjoy.
0: Man on the show today. We've had some really great um, guests on, but this guy is this guy is amazing. So Michael McIntyre. Hopefully I'm saying his last name correctly.
1: You got it, bro. McIntyre.
0: This yeah. guy this guy's a stud. So I'm just gonna roll through a few of the things he's done. Okay, it's not to impress you guys, but it's to impress upon you sort of the magnitude of what you can um, work through in this life. So just a couple things. I mean, first thing the guy was in the United States Air Force. That's amazing. He started his own insurance agency in 1992. Okay, wanna talk about revenue? They were in 40 states, 300 million in annual sales. Ridiculous, okay? He helped IPO a billion dollar insurance company, 2003. Oh my gosh, the, the list goes on and on. Started a nationwide telemedicine company which essentially is linking consumers with US-based physicians, on like online virtually. Um, was the CEO of, of um, Upper Room Global, helped navigate a lot of their stuff and also runs a podcast. <laughs> And also has just these amazing experiences. One of them is called the next level experience. So, whoo Michael, that's ridiculous, bro. So let's let's just jump into like who is Michael? Uh, uh, kind of a little bit of background story about you, and let's just get to know you a little bit. Wow, thank you
1: for that kind introduction, Colin. I think you know I think yours kind of rivals me with
0: no the,
1: living, <laughs> that one, living in the YMCA out there in, 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 in Amarillo, Texas, hey, uh, which I love that. This yeah. Is, they, that and i'm real excited to be on here on your podcast i think you and lauren are mm. amazing uh young married entrepreneurs man i love it and uh
0: i love in the way you're walking out there in kingdom business and and just you know glorifying
1: the lord mm. i think it's amazing listen what what uh about me i mean listen basically i i'm a i'm a jesus zealot mm. uh pretending to be an entrepreneur <laughs> you know <laughs> so that's that's me you know mm. uh but no, I came. Uh, I, I ran from Jesus for a long, long time, man. I did. I uh, ran hard, fast, and you know I juked him in for a while. But he finally knocked me down, uh, as they say. He knocked me out of my Bentley <laughs> and on, on the road to Damascus, and so uh, but I think it was on the Dallas Tollway. But uh, same difference, you know. But yeah, I had a, I had a big. Uh, a big revelation, and uh, and I gave my life to Jesus about eleven years ago, and mm. radically shift. And uh, you know, CBN did an article on me. It was really good. But it, you know, you never. I, I kind of feel for you know our president because you know mm. CBN came up with this this headline and said that uh, multimillionaire hates God, had radical transformation. And and truly I mm. never hated God. I didn't know who God was. You know mm. and I called up CBN and said, Listen, I didn't hate God. I hated you born again Christians. That's <laughs> what so <Yeah>. I hated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but I didn't uh and 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 so it was a radical shift for me because I didn't believe Jesus was the Son of God. I didn't believe God was holy. I didn't believe any of it. It didn't make sense to me because I never I never sat down and really kind of looked at it. I only looked at uh, people who around me who said that they were born again Christians and mm-hmm. I and what I saw from that aspect common was a separation that they're better than me I'm not I'm not good enough to be in their presence because mm-hmm. uh, they're born again and I'm not so I had this I had this Bad view, perverted view of Christianity, uh, especially born again Christians from a very early age. My stepmother was Baptist, and mm. she looked at us because we were raised Catholic. Because she looked at us as unclean, and so it was a whole deal <laughs> on there. But, uh, oh. but by, the, by, by the time uh, I was ready to receive, uh, you know, the Son of Man, it was mm. it was exactly perfect timing. It was it was uh, you know I was forty eight years
0: old, and it was perfect timing. So wow, yeah. So 48, okay, so, and for yeah. so some people's story is, hey, 20 years old, man, I was living fast, I was living reckless, and then boom, <laughs> this thing hit, but sometimes, like, just the reality is, like, it, it may take longer for some folks to come to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, it really does. I mean, look, uh, I had a lot of success, uh, financial and business success, and I had marriage success. I had fruit, mm. uh, you know, my marriage, uh, we, we've been married now 34 years, but at the time, it was, you know, 22, 23 years, and so, and we had a great marriage. Uh, we had our ups and downs, of course, like anybody else. But uh, I had three daughters that were all healthy, and and you know they were great. And uh, you know, so I had you know my bills were paid, my house was paid. I, you know, I was making millions of dollars. I was. Yeah. I donated to charities. We went to we went to church every Sunday, mm. and not that, you know. And I guess I went probably because for the rit- ritual, and plus that I had three daughters Colin. And yeah. um, I looked at Christianity, and I thought, okay, I like this. Christianity's good. You know, hopefully they'll stay being a virgin before they get married. Yeah. Hopefully they'll follow this doctrine. Uh, yeah. I, you know, if you take a look at other things out there, like you know, Wiccan. Uh, that wasn't an option at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, I we we went to church. We went to the Methodist church. Now, my wife's always been a believer, mm. and and she had uh, always been patiently waiting for me and and praying for me. And my brother, uh, who was a very strong, devout Christian, uh, was always praying for me. And you know, but. Uh, and then, you know, he had a big aspect of me finally coming to Jesus. So mm. it was it, it was a big radical shift for me. And I remember after me accepting Jesus into my life that even me speaking about Jesus and how I love Jesus, how he was my Lord and Savior and how, uh, you know, that, that he is the only way uh, to the Father. It sounded like somebody else's voice wow. was sa- taking over my mouth for about
0: five <laughs> years. Wow
1: yeah yeah because it was cray cray but it was good it was really good
0: would you say yeah so so the five-year play right where it's kind of like it felt like a different person would you say like that just that identity piece sort of took time or what was that factor before it became your voice
1: Yeah, it it was kind of interesting because for so many years, I you know, because I've always been uh, fairly high profile, been out in front of the audiences. I had a had insurance business and and uh, on tour a lot and speaking and different things and and you know I could. Everything that I would always speak about because i was a I was a trainer I was a coach I was uh you know a CEO and mm. and i I felt real confident in what I was doing because I actually did it myself yeah. I actually went out and did those things myself and I could I walk in a confidence with that but when it came to giving my life to Jesus it was a new avenue mm. for me yeah. uh, and and the first the I remember when the Holy Spirit came into my body and took over my life mm. it was like it was like being on Disney on steroids I mean it was it was amazing Uh, and that lasted about 90 days then the enemy had some other plans you know uh, he sees a fish leaving the pond so Mm. then I got under attack for about a year and that was a difficult time but I but I know that, uh, it was just, it was different for me. It took me a long while to really understand for a long time. I was just, a, you know, a, a, and I didn't understand the terminology people. Oh, McIntyre's a baby Christian, you know? Mm. And I kind of, you know, I thought, what do you mean baby Christian? You know, I'm 49 years old. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, I'm 50 years old. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really started learning and, you know, I was at a really strong biblical church. I mean, I was at evangelical church called Watermark here in Dallas, yeah. uh, great church and it was a great on ramping for me and uh, todd wagner's a friend of mine great pastor mm. I, I remember you know after about two years in there because I, I really really liked this church it was it was really it was right up my alley and i was really into it and i remember one of my friends came up to me and said hey mcintyre you know watermark's great but you know they don't they don't really believe in the gifts mm. and I, I didn't know what the gifts were i said well well man i i think i beg the differ." So why is that? Well I said, Well they ca- they cash my check every week, man. I don't know what to tell you. So They believe in they believe in somebody's gifts. Mm. And so I didn't I didn't understand that, Colin. I didn't mm. have any I didn't have any, you know, track so I, I guess I didn't have that I didn't have that confidence yet in what was going on, you know. But I'll tell you this. I, I, I was so blessed to be put into true Christian relationships with true Christian men mm. that really Took me in and were really patient with me and loving and caring and understanding of uh, of my you know of my uh, immaturity in mm. Christianity yeah. and and it was really great and even today I mean look we do the next level experience you know and it's great and I love Jesus and I've been reading the Bible and I'm you know I'm not you know by any means you know Franklin Graham or Joel Olstein out there <laughs> but I do I do understand what's going on and I do. Find, you know, there's certain things in the Bible that I just really get attracted to, like yes. Samuel 1 and 2. I love Samuel 1 and 2. Mm. And so uh, I get into that. But I do sometimes, you know, I joke a lot. I'm not a theologian. Mm. You know, I don't play one on TV. Yep. and uh, But I do think sometimes that we make the Bible way too complicated, yes. you know. And so, what I've learned to do is using my God given ability, which is breaking things down into the simplest forms Mm. uh, and and creating the simplest things. And that's what's made me millions of dollars is creating a market marketing simply. You know, people Mm. sometimes get really complicated, and so you know. So, but I did start learning it, and I, I feel. Today I feel much more confident in me being a salesman for
0: Jesus yep. Christ, although he doesn't
1: need a salesperson but it is good <laughs> it, it it is good for him to have have somebody out there that can at least add you know put two sentences together and to formulate a uh, a a uh, objective point of view of where mm. you might have been Cause, and I, and I, I've had mm. the opportunity to talk to other people that you know that might not have uh, had the opportunity like I did mm. to come in and have that Damascus moment. And so yes. uh, it's been good. It's been really good.
0: No, it's huge. And I, and I think like your your beginning experience with business to, <laughs> to get a company from ground zero to 300 million, like that takes modeling some sort of like – Like that takes, you probably had to learn, you probably had a model from somebody or just learn in general how to do that. Right. And the same like, I feel like as Christians, sometimes we're like, I'm just going to wing it. Right. But like one of the, one of your saving graces you said was you had guys around you, right. That, that understood and were able to teach you. And now ultimately you're at the point where you are, and this is the mark of a great teacher. Like I'll always say this is taking the complex and making it simple. Um, making the simple, making it more simple. And I think you're doing that amazingly. So Yeah. That's, I think for people listening, that's one of the biggest takeaways is like business principles. And, and there's so much more to talk about, like your success prior to Christ, I would argue, and I'd venture to say a lot, you are probably, and this goes for a lot of people that are non-believers that are seeing some sort of success in business. I think a lot of those folks are following biblical principles and may not realize it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it's, it's such a good point. You know, look, when I, when I was in business, we started out, you know, uh, as salespeople and as a salesperson, I was, you know, God bless me with two things: the ability to work mm. a strong work work ethic and uh, the ability to communicate in mm. a simple form and I used those, and I exploited those and I worked hard and uh you know next thing you know I, you know i'm I'm doing this and I'm starting to get people to work underneath me and it didn't happen overnight by any stretch you right. know uh, it was a pro- it was a process, and I remember one of the key things that I do remember is to pay my people really well, mm. you know? And I think I had I had some really good I, mentor when I was just getting into the business and my wife and I just took out a lease on an office place and I was talking to the uh, uh, landlord and it was a woman and she said, she was an older woman and, and she said, Michael, I'll, say, I'll tell you this, you can skimp on your rent, you can skimp on your lease uh, on finding an office space. You don't have to have the Taj Mahal. But do not skimp on your employees. Wow. They are your ass they are your asset. Yep. And I believe that's biblical that as well. Is and so uh, we paid people really well. And we had you know, we demanded a lot, Colin. We did. Uh, of course I demanded a lot for myself because I was very ambitious. But we paid people well and we expected excellence in return and we received that. Yep. And look, sometimes we push people really hard. But I remember You know, some of our salespeople were, you know, making this back in the 90s were making $300,000 a year. And, uh, I I never got a call from one of the wives saying, hey, McIntyre,
0: (laughs) slow down. Bill's just working too
1: much. Tell Bill (laughs) slow down. He's making too much money. And, you know, it's just not working. We got to
0: cap it. Yeah, right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: You know, know, we want to go sit and relax and go to the art show. I never got that phone call, you know, uh, you know and so you know but i but i listen i pushed people i did and I was a coach, uh, you know, and, I, and we coach people like in Next Level, we coach people. We say, you know, we help men and women do the things that they don't want to do so they become the men and women that God meant them to be. Mm. And that's what a good coach needs to do for you. Because mm. if you don't have somebody that's going to point out your blind spots and do those things, it's not going to be good. But in that business aspect, paying people well and having good people, Stacy and I were the very last ones to get paid. I remember wow. that my payroll was about. Uh, it was averaging about seventy five thousand dollars a week, mm. and in commissions and everything else. And uh, by the end of the week, you know, Stacy and I had like four hundred dollars left over in a checking account. Wow. <laughs> you know, <it> was like, <laughs> and it's like, you know, yeah. I remember like everybody else is walking around eating prime rib, and we're over here eating kibbles like, and bits.
0: Bro, we're and
1: <laughs> I was, It was awful, man. I was so upset. And but I kept. I, I remember though. I just I hung in there, and, and I remember. Yeah, it the, the worm finally turned and the tide shifted and within six months then we were back up and we were you know we were making seven figures and then we never looked back after that yeah
0: no, it's huge and I think like even it's funny I was just talking about this yesterday like Moses's journey from I mean just the entire journey from zero to 80 years old like it's it's just crazy how like in, in f- specifically for you like you you've learned a ton I'm sure growing this company eating dirt for the first x amount of years. Like Moses underneath Pharaoh, he learned under, under the Egyptian system, but like all of those skill sets leading millions of Israelites to build pyramids and, um, build an insurance company. Like fast forward now, Christ entered the picture, those skill sets you learned and developed, like you are now transitioning next level totally. experience, all of these other groups that you have to navigate kingdom business. Right.
1: Amen. It's Absolutely. It's a great analogy. You know, Moses had his father in law in Jethro. Jethro. Right? Yes. And and Jethro told him, "Look, you can't do it all. Moses. Mm. you're going to have to delegate this out, mm. and that's a really key thing for entrepreneurs. And I know you've got mm. a lot of entrepreneurs out there and, and millennials that are listening to this. Mm. And let me just tell you this: you can't do it all. No. Uh, you know, you need you need to find out what God's gifted you. Your gifting, and whatever your gifting is, okay. And we all have a lot of gifts. It's God. Once God gives you a gift, it's never given. It never is taken back. Mm. However." Once he anoints you in that gifting, okay, that's when you get into the river, mm, my man, my sister. And you get in that river and you flow. And that's when you really start seeing it. There's no striving in the river. There's mm. no striving in the anointing. Yeah. It's, it's you know it deep inside and you see how things are. It's like you, you get a blueprint. God will give you that blueprint. Mm. And once you get in – and I, I had that mm. anointing. I didn't know what it was. Uh, in my, but I could see exactly how I wanted my insurance company to go, and and I I did I did it, and you know it turned. And David Green, a friend of mine, at Hobby Lobby. I'll share Dude, that story with oh, wow. sometime. But, Dude, greatest, but uh, greatest book, sa- same yes, greatest, same greatest thing. book, bro. He, he he got into his anointing, and once you get into your anointing, that means your gift gets anointed. You get into that river, and it flows, and then you can develop. Not just one, but maybe seven multiple streams of income, seven different streams Come of on. income. And that's how you create the wealth, you know, to where you go from that poverty mindset, of just making bills, just covering things, to where you start stacking that cash on stacking and that cash starts working for you while
0: you're sleeping. Guys, this is, this is I'm not saying next level, right? Not to sound cliche, but this is truly next level stuff. Like as Christian entrepreneurs, businessmen, businesswomen, like if you can find your skill set, like what your actual gift is, just like Michael said, you're. It's, there's no striving in that. Like that is your gift. It's so crazy, dude. I was literally this morning. I was studying from the book Leviticus, which most people are like, even me included. I'm like, oh Leviticus. Oh, it's gonna be a tough read. But one of the things that stood out was specifically during harvest time. One of the Levitical mandates was, hey, when you reap your harvest, don't reap to the very edges of your field. Leave a little buffer room for the poor. And that, specifically for, for people with the gift of giving, this is huge. This really struck out to me was like it, it really becomes like you start to work and navigate in this in this skill set and you start to like understand scripture starts to really speak to you and um it becomes a game changer. You can you can walk in that versus try to strive in it. So um, Yeah that's so
1: good. And listen, you know Zig Ziglar. I'm sure you've heard of oh, him. Okay? One of my heroes. I had the blessings of working with him a little bit and got to meet him. Mm. Uh, but Zig Ziglar always said, "Listen, the more you help other people get what they want, you will get what you want." Mm. And that's biblical.
0: Yes. Okay. And and if we just
1: as entrepreneurs, as Christians, as Kingdom builders, if we just go out there and focus out, saying, "Okay, who can I go out there and how can I make a difference in their life today?" Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, we I call it the Platinum Rule, and uh, one of mm. my podcasts I, I talked about this. How about going out and helping the competition?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Come on! Yes, come on! You know,
1: Jesus says to love thy enemy. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard a guy named Bob Goff, but
0: he wrote this book called,
1: yes, Bob Goff wrote this book that I just read that called, uh, everybody and always, it means that you let, you gotta be Jesus, even to the creeps, even Mm. to the weirdos, (laughs) (laughs) even to the unwashed masses, man. Even, you know, walking to the airport, uh, you know, and look, it's not easy, okay, Mm. but it's not easy making a billion dollars. It's not easy to make a million dollars. It's not easy putting Seven figures after taxes into your bank account, bro. It's not easy. No, okay, no way. and if it were, and if it were easy, everybody would do it. And so, what I encourage my brothers and sisters out there to do is go out there and be Jesus to somebody that you really don't want to be mm. Jesus to wow because look Ooh. man there's there's people out there that i just assume you know if i see them on the street i like to wreck my car running them over you know <laughs> uh you know because i do my my flesh just gets a hold of me man it's like man i you know i did I, I overcome it and i then i have to just repent okay father how do i do this then i gotta start praying for him and listen have you ever prayed for somebody that really pissed you off mm. i mean it's not easy it's just not easy. Right. You know, have you ever prayed for somebody that has put a lawsuit against you? Have you ever prayed anybody cool. that's sent somebody out here, you know, that, that wronged you or said something bad about you? Mm. It's not easy. But it is biblical, man. And when you get to that because the kingdom operates upside down yes. compared to what the world operates. Yes. And once we get a hold of that and then we see that and quit trying operate the way the world wants to operate but operate in the kingdom the way Jesus wants us to, that's when you start getting your multiples and that's when you start getting more streams of income and that's when you start having, that's when your cash starts piling pile up on the cash.
0: Guys, this is ridiculous. I, like, seriously guys, like, I, I feel like I was telling Michael before, if, if you guys have ever heard of the story of the Queen of Sheba, she traveled a super long distance to meet with the King of Solomon, paid an exorbitant amount of money just to learn from the guy and I, guys, truly, like, I am... Before we even finish anything, I just want, to, Michael. I just want to thank you for spending time. Uh, but guys, put that on reverse. Like the amount of gold that he just dropped on you is ridiculous, and it's so crazy. As you were talking, the only thought that I had through my mind is the kingdom is upside down. The kingdom is upside down, um, and you literally said that word for word. Like kingdom principles operate exact opposite, right? Guys, this is insane. Take hold, take hold of what this guy is saying, right? Like he understands, awesome. he understands kingdom principles. This is ridiculous. So oh my gosh man there's so much to cover there's so much we can talk about um it's ridiculous, but so let's let's maybe talk about like current day Michael obviously you had this amazing background like we we haven't even touched uh, not even a tenth of what what is what has happened right like so if, if you guys are interested, just google his first and last name okay um, but again it's it's not it's not to impress you guys but to impress upon you like the kingdom really does operate in a different. In a different way. So, fast forward, current day, Michael. Like, what are some things that you're up to now?
1: Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, so, Stacy and I, my wife, 34 years, and my daughter, Brianna, who is our chief operating officer, uh, and she's 28 and uh, SMU graduate, super smart, super beautiful, mm. super Jesus lover. And uh, yes, I love her and brag on her all the time. Mm. And uh, all my daughters are amazing. I've got three daughters 130, 128, 121. I have two grandchildren. Bro.
0: Let's go, man. That's Come awesome. on. <laughs>
1: Come on. Come on. Yeah, so uh, what we do right now is we have what is called next level experience. And next level experience, uh, we, we birthed this probably, I don't know, 25 years ago. But we really brought it in uh, when I became uh, uh, CEO of Upper Room Global. We kind of brought it in to the Christian community and we modified it. And we brought the Holy Spirit along with it. And what it is, is it's a three-day intensive to really uh, realign yourself and get a, get in alignment, get into that river uh, to where you can flow and create the wealth or create the relationship or create the health or your future that you want. It's basically for people who, people's lives that are working, Colin, mm. but they're ready to go on a new trajectory. They want to take their life out. Maybe they've been you know stalled and they've been stuck in a rut for the last three years or five years or ten years. Uh, we've, you know, we've got people to come in at 20 years old. We've got people coming in at 72 and, yeah. uh, it's a three-day intensive. Uh, we do a lot of, uh, one-on-one coaching. Uh, we, uh, Stacy and I, we do, we set up a lot of different, uh, 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 uh deals to where you can experience, uh, experience things. It's kind of like, you know, if, if you get on a bicycle and ride a bike, at the age of seven Mm -hmm. and you ride it for three or four years you master that bike and even if you don't get on that bike for 25 years you still can get on it and you'll
0: still know because you experienced learned that bike and that's what we do we do experience
1: learning in this training and so it's transformational it's holy spirit Mm. it's it's hard it's fun it's loving it's caring it's heart surgery uh but it's changed people's lives we've had people come out of here and and write books, and we've had people start wow. uh, uh, whole ministries. We've had things happen, and uh, people, you know, uh, got married and yep. uh, found their godly <laughs> man. next level experience, yeah. we do them about every uh, eight weeks. We've got one coming up January seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth here in Dallas. Mm. And all you all you have to do is go to nlebegins.com and register. Yep. And then uh, from there, we have Leadership 300. We just uh, we do Leadership 300. and it's uh, it's again it's putting the it's putting what you learned in next level. Uh, kind of putting the you know the, the rubber to the road, and mm. it really separates the wheat from the chaff because it's really as servant leadership in the kingdom. It's really important that we, we master those skills. Uh, and then we also have forums. We have things that mm. people can join and be connected in the mastermind groups, like-minded mastermind groups in their communities with their businesses and network and having people hold them to their highest and speak highest possibilities into them and to develop that one of the things that i believe the that christian that I, that I learned in the secular world is networking so important
0: uh, it's mm. massively important
1: and as christians a lot of times we forget that and we don't have that networking that works so well so I, I want to develop, we are developing this forum, uh, which breaks it down to have people, five to seven people in a group, and they live life together. They go through life together, and they have these meetings, and they help each other out. So if if maybe a son or a daughter needs to get a recommendation to get into a school, we f- we'll find a Christian that gives them a recommendation. Mm. If somebody needs an interview, maybe somebody needs to get a new mortgage, maybe somebody needs to find, you know, uh, how, to, how to start a business or how to get some marketing ideas in a different state you know I, and i think as christian as christians you know we're all about helping each other find jesus and help each other save and learn uh get be saved and learn how to follow the bible and learn teachings which is important but there's we lack so much in how do we go out there and make other christians millionaires yeah. and billionaires yeah. to pro to, to help the kingdom and maybe not a millionaire maybe just how about having a hundred thousand dollars in the bank and yep. bills paid bro yeah and how about being able to go out there and and fund submissions for yourself yep. you know without having to be beggars let's go out mm. there and be let let's go out there and set that uh standard because it, it, i truly believe colin that as christians we should be the wealthiest people walking the face of the earth
0: hundred percent hundred percent i know, mean it, this yeah. is this is crazy i mean guys because consider i know probably michael and me as well like Most of the stuff I learned in business, most of it came from non-believers, right? Like that's just point blank fact. Typically, the most successful. Now, there are some guys that are absolutely unbelievable. Hobby Lobby owner, right? Michael said his buddies like that. That guy is like, but but check it out. Like, when do you have an opportunity to meet with Christian business-minded people that are that are really operating at at super high levels, right? It's like, just like you said, there's so much power because. Ultimately, the reverse is true as well, right? Is like is not being around those folks, being around your everyday, everyday Joe that, you know, most of his conversation is negative, most of it is super pessimistic, like it's just a reality. If like it's cliche, but you really become the the uh, average of the five people you spend your time with. And if you spend time with extremely high level like Christians that understand the kingdom, they understand business, they want global change, um you start to like start to think that way, right? You start to operate in that in that area. Um, it's such an amazing opportunity. And I also tell you too, like this opportunity for next level experience for these other, um, groups that Michael's running, it's not going to break the bank, right? Because I've, you know, some, look, some mentorships are hundred grand a year for you to get around a super high level person. You're spending six figures to, to get a session with them. It's true you?
1: you know yeah we, we we've priced these to where everybody can do them you know I, and we've got early bird registration
0: it's like 400 hours and it ends up at the end but if you want to come
1: in you know two days ahead of time uh the procrastination for you like me oh, yeah. uh the, yeah. then you spend, you spend <laughs> it, it's 500 bucks for three days yeah it's one-on-one coaching it's intensive and it's a uh, you know it's really cool but yeah you know what you said is so true though look the road, the road to mediocrity is bumper to bumper, but the highway to excellence is wide open. Mm. And wow. and if you want to wow. get on that highway to excellence, if you want to, if you want to, you know, uh, you know, you know, surround yourself like you said, Colin, with good people. You know, you you cannot soar with the eagles if you're flocking with the turkeys, man. You've got, <laughs> you really have, you have to get out there and find people. Read read quality yes. books and find quality yes. people that really sh- iron sharpens iron, it's biblical. Yes. You know, and John and, and Stacy and I base everything we do on next level experiences, John ten ten. You know, the enemy came to kill, steal and destroy, but Jesus
0: came to mm. give us life abundant. Mm. And Come on, man. life covers everything. Covers yes. you know our
1: spiritual, it covers our health, it covers our relationships, it it covers our, our everything and our financial and uh, abundant means abundant
0: Yes. Mucho. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know? That's true.
1: And we have, we have mucho health. We should have mucho relationships. We should have mucho money. We yes. should have all this stuff, right? and 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 everybody's abundant is different you know my abundant might be different than your abundant you know and david green's abundant is definitely different than my abundant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, yes. I got to meet i got to meet david at a, uh in fact reinhardt Bunking, you know he just passed you know i got to meet him yeah. and david at, at the billionaire uh, meeting down in fort lauderdale two years ago and wow. and it was quite a great experience and and man let me tell you something david green w- operates in an upside down kingdom world yes. i mean he does man and this guy gives away 70% of his income a year. He stroked a check for $500 million dude. to the Biblical Museum in Washington, D.C. Come on. Know? And it did break a sweat. Come on. <laughs> that's Jesus walking on earth, man. I yes.
0: love that. And, dude, uh, I mean, it's, that's the truth. Because it's like, I don't know if you've seen on Netflix. Um, it's pretty cool. Bill Gates has like, there's like a three-part series yes, where he's he's I walking have. through, right? But it's like, yep. that that model, it's like what if the Christians, what if the, what if the currency exchanged hands, right? And we equipped Christians with knowledge and understanding how to navigate um, the world at such a level, right? That Bill Gates is, I mean, his main thing is he's trying to eradicate some of these um, well-known infectious diseases, but like as Christians, what if we were able to navigate at such a level, right? Instead of being passive and sitting back and pointing fingers a lot of times, right? You know, what if, uh, what if we had that opportunity,
1: reach it, brother. It's so true. Look at, look at Elon Musk, right? Yep. Okay, this, this guy's whacked out crazy. Who knows? <laughs> he, he, he's probably operating in kingdom principles, man. Mm. I mean, th- this guy just says, hey, let me look at life differently. Look, Jesus came down and one of his biggest, you know, uh, 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 church clearing sermons
0: was, you know, hey, drink my blood. Yep. Eat, yep. eat my eat my body. That's pretty radical. Mm. Hey, Jesus, that doesn't sound a little... Good, bro. That's, that's, you know, this is, we're not going to have a good
1: collection today because there's nobody here to collect.
0: <laughs> yo, Scripture said it's like some of the some of the people are just like, yo, we can't. That's weird. We can't handle that. Right? Can't handle so, that. You
1: know, we we get all wrapped up into this. You know, you know. Oh, this guy's secular. This guy's non-sec. This guy's Christian and non-Christian. Don't be stupid, okay? There's brilliant ideas out there just to have, and God puts these ideas out there. You know, I mean. Look, i you know there's christians some christians get it they do and they open their eyes to this stuff and god downloads this blueprint and they go out there and they make a million dollars or billion dollars or a hundred thousand dollars yep. and other people pass on it they say well you know i got my christian i I'm, i got my salvation i've got my hell insurance i'm good mm. really yeah, that's good you're, you're good at just getting by and being mm. miserable and and worrying about so, listen, Jesus doesn't want us to worry, okay? And it doesn't mean that you have to go out there and make a million dollars, but it does mean that you don't have to go out there and worry about your finances. It doesn't mean you don't have to go out and worry about where, where your wife is at night. It does mean that you don't have to worry about your children because you know that they're grounded in good choices, mm. you know? And, and that's the fruit that you want to bring in.
0: Oh, it's huge. I mean, it's like it goes back to, you know, what's your intentions, right? Like you know, like think about King Solomon, right? Like we all understand the story of King Solomon. I was joking that, uh, if y'all can't see the video right now, but where Michael's Michael sitting. It looks like he's, you know, in like a, a King Solomon temple, but think about, you know, I, I I'm joking around by saying that, but, but think about King Solomon, right? His purpose, he wanted to establish this amazing temple for what, for what reason for him? No, it's like, it's the main purpose was to draw people in, worship the Lord and God honored that. Right. So as Christians, it's like, What's a million dollars? What's a billion dollars? If the intention behind this thing is to create uh, a mass movement, God will fund that, right? Like it's, it's not a battery. It's a resource. And uh, me and Michael, were talking about, um, you know, marketing, right? So a lot of times people look at marketing as this very sleazy thing, but um, check this out, right? There's a website, it's called everystudent.com. If if y'all listening are familiar with Perry Marshall, this guy's an OG marketer, but one of his best friends started this website, okay? It's called everystudent.com. It's for non-believers, people that just either don't believe or trying to understand. They get 50,000 people to their website a day, okay? And from those 50,000, they get 900 people confessing um, faith in Christ, right? So it's like, if, if you can, as a Christian, learn to navigate finances, business, currency, resources, you can leverage the heck out of that for eternity, right? And yeah. so I just want to encourage people listening. A lot of us may have heard money's the root of all evil, money's bad, right? Uh, and the issue ends up being is poverty. We, we end up uh, preaching the poverty gospel, right? We're not even talking prosperity. We're, we're preaching the poverty gospel. <laughs> and who are you going to so help, true. right? If you were completely broke, you don't have any resources. Um, yes, you can go door to door. But look, if you can affect 50,000 people a day, using a skill set called marketing, go ahead and do that. Right. God is going to honor that. So uh, I didn't mean to get on a rant, but, um, I just, I look at guys like like Michael that are operating in kingdom principles and it encourages the heck out of me. That's why I I love this guy. I don't even really know him yet, but, um, (laughs) because he's operating in this stuff. And I guess, I guess the reason we're both passionate is because it ends up being about eternity. Right. And if, and if we can just leverage what we have here in the temporal man, and if that means look, making a billion dollars I said it B, billion dollars a year so you can give five hundred million of that away, do Come that on. thing, man, don't be ashamed of it people are gonna throw stones at you, you know who cares it's all good, you know, and learn it's so, so true you know every
1: you know look uh you know I, <laughs> I always tell people you know because I've had some success and, and, and I've had people you know, throw stones and I always tell them look uh, a dog does not chase uh, a barking dog does not chase parked cars yep that's it right and so once you start moving once you I don't care if it's in your if it's in the church if your church starts going up real good people are going to talk about it You know, yeah. if your business is going really good you're starting to make money people are going to talk about it and that's fine let them talk just know this that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and there's only mm. one person that you have to answer to yeah. and as long as
0: you as long as you stay and, and have your plumb line and your
1: true north at the true north mm. then go out there and ma- and make hay baby mm. and make Come a lot of it okay and th- th- don't go out there and be a bragger because you don't need to you don't need to brag nope. is the fruit will tell look Jesus always tells you, you can tell you can tell the tree by its fruit yeah. Mm. So take a look if if you go and look for a coach, if you're going to look for a, a mentor, if you're going to look to work for somebody, take a look at their fruit. Mm. Are they divorced? Do they are they stuck is their head stuck in the bottle? Uh mm. are they in debt? Uh do they drive a nice car? Hey, is the car clean? Mm. Look at somebody's car. Yeah. Get in their car. Is it clean? Hey, take them to a restaurant. See how they act and interact with the wait staff.
0: Yes. That's how I used to interview people for my sea levels.
1: If they did not treat the wait staff with respect, I did not hire them.
0: Come on, that's a massive tip right I mean, there, guys. That is a massive tip. <laughs> and he said it like this yeah. is this is this is kind of like the secret sauce to this whole piece, right? I think in in the book of John, it's one of my favorites. But Jesus gets extremely real toward the end of that book, where eventually his disciples finally say to him, "They're like, dude, finally you're speaking clearly where we can understand." But which I thought that was hilarious, but he spoke about a vine, right, and its branches. If you abide in me and I in you, what's gonna happen? You're gonna bear much fruit, right? My father's gonna trim away the things that aren't needed and you're gonna bear even more fruit, right? Like that is the secret sauce to this whole thing is like abide in him, him and you, have a heart for the kingdom, be intentional, read books, right, develop skill sets. Um, and leverage that for eternity, right? Like that is the secret sauce. And like, if if anyone has modeled that, right, you were, we are having a conversation with someone right now that's done that. Not only that, this is the craziest part. He's literally created a group (laughs) to teach you this stuff, right? It's such an amazing thing. And some of you may be saying, well, well, man, I I don't live in the same state. I don't have anyone around me that's, that thinks like this. And if, if you go and rewind, Michael brought up, it was really real quick. He dropped it in there is read, read very, very, very good selective books. Right. Um, if you don't have that group around you, but bro, there is so much to say. And like, I, I just get so excited when I'm, when I have these conversations with people, um, because they, they, like you said, they get it. And you were at infinite levels above, but, um, but I, most, most importantly, we'll wrap this up here in a minute. Um, Bro, just appreciate your time, and I would encourage people. There's so much resource that Michael's put out there already. Um, he's also written uh, a book, maybe more than one. I'm working on a second
1: book. Yeah, I've written a book called The Authentic Salesman. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can go, you can get it. Uh, if, you, if anybody wants it, just t- tell them to shoot me an email, and I'll mail them one. Uh, and uh, then uh, I've, I've got, I've, I'm working on my second book right now called The Authentic Christian. Come so on. Uh, yeah it's it's gonna be it's telling (laughs) some really deep deep things in fact i just wrote three chapters in a day and sent it over to our buddy josh for him for him to blow holes in it you
0: know (laughs) yeah
1: i got you know and listen you we need people in our life to blow holes in things you know uh i don't know if you i don't know if you ever remember that game called sink my battleship but Mm. uh there's uh uh, there's when you come up with an idea, that's one of the things good about next level experience. We have, you come around people that will, will sink your battleship. And what do I mean by that? Sometimes, you know, we think we got the greatest idea, the greatest thing, but man, you're going to, you're going to sit there and throw good money after bad. You some you might need somebody to help, you know, blow holes in your idea and Mm. tell you the truth. Uh, And you need that honestly. Or, or you might have the greatest idea in the history of great. And you need somebody to come in there and and funnel 50 grand into that thing for you. You know? So, you, you, we need that honest, blunt feedback. We need those people to tell us about our blind spots. We need to tell us about, you know, we got a great idea, we got a bad idea. You know, yep. hey, sometimes the emperor has no clothes, man. Mm. And you know, uh, mm. come on, it's real important, especially, especially if you, you know, if you've done well in your life, or if you're in a situation, or if you're a senior pastor, or you know, you're an executive. You know, sometimes people don't want to tell you the truth because you might not get invited over for the good cigars, or you mm. might not get invited on the boat, you know, or to the weekend cottage getaway, right? Wow. Well, that's selling out. That's selling out. And that's not being a true friend, you mm. know? Sometimes we need to tell people, hey, man, listen, bro, you know, your pants are on zip, man. I'm
0: just telling you. <laughs> just you said, know? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, this, and it's so, dude, it's so funny you say this because that's, that's in the book of Proverbs, right? If, if y'all have read Proverbs, if y'all have never read the Bible before, one of the things they talk about is the wise man is the one who's able to receive A rebuke, a rebuke is just something where they're pointing out flaws, right? That is like, if we, if we have the, and this is tough, man, just like Michael was saying, loving those people that have, you know, done the worst things that you filed lawsuits directly against you or whatever, slandered your name. This is another tough one. And this is the, uh, this is the upside down kingdom where if you can invite, not only accept, but invite rebuke or correction. um, And again, it has to be from people that you understand have fruit. They are coming from the right place. This is a game changer. And I want someone to write like, man, I would love for Michael to write it. Anybody like this has been on my heart is just living by principles, not feelings. Right. Um, Because again, like this, this changes everything. If you can, if you can align your life with principles and not by feelings, like everything changes. Um, Again, Michael is like, if you, if y'all, y'all need to listen to this, not because of anything I've said at all, but like this guy has literally sequentially dropped like proverbial wisdom on you that if you apply this stuff. Um, I would literally write this down. I'm going to actually listen to this again, but um, bro, if you can write a book on that stuff, you're ready. I mean, you're writing another one right now, but oh my gosh. <laughs> so
1: kind. Hey, but seriously, if, if any of your listeners want a book, uh, just all they have to do is email me at, uh, just go to my website, michaelpmcintyre.com. And, And just shoot me an email say that you heard it on this amazing Colin guy, this guy Colin Farrell, who's (laughs) the the stud of Uh, podcasts, and I'll get you you a book out
0: to you. I appreciate it. Yeah, and I'll drop, guys, if if you're interested in Next Level Experience, his books, anything else, check out his website again. I'll drop that all in the show notes, so all you have to do is just check that out there. Um, Bro, this is amazing. I don't want to take any more of your time up, but like this, like, ah, my gosh, this is, like, ridiculous. So... Um, again, actually, there's a next level experience coming up. When y'all hear this podcast, we're in the month of December. When's the next date for that thing?
1: January 17th, 18th, and 19th here in Dallas. It's going to be at the Hilton Lincoln Center here in Dallas, Texas.
0: Okay. And then for them to be able to register for that?
1: Yeah, just go to nlebegins.com.
0: Begins.com. Michael, man, this has been awesome, bro. If if and I hope to see you. I'm, I'm gonna tell Lauren about this. Maybe we can meet you Come there. Come on, man, guys in there, man.
1: Come yeah, on.
0: bro. Again, this has been extremely profound for us, bro. Just just spending time with you has been awesome. I appreciate your wisdom, dude. And uh...
1: hey, Colin, thank you. I love what you and Lauren are doing, and I love the entrepreneur spirit you guys helping out young marriage. And listen, I, I think you guys are amazing. I think this millennial generation can be the next greatest generation ever, yes. really, truly can. And uh, people like you and Lauren are making a difference out there in mm-hmm. his kingdom, and I, I applaud that. Congratulations,
0: brother. Thank you, bro. Appreciate it. So, yeah, hopefully we get to talk to you soon, Michael, man. Have a blessed day, you bro. Got it. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you, man. You too. Thank you. See I appreciate you, uh, it. Bye.
1: Thank you for checking out The Next Level Podcast. For more information or additional resources, please visit michaelpmcintyre.com